Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry D. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. It's Jesse and Jerry D. And Cornelius. Cornelius. Say hi. <laughs> We're here together today,、uh, all of us feeling a little under the weather. We have、uh, little colds, though Jerry V and Cornelius are both moving through theirs. Chi Chi got his vaccination yesterday, so he's still a little bit so so.、Uh, I'm a little bit、uh, with a sore throat and that kind of stuff. But that does give us a chance to be in the house today, not out and about. And to send out our newsletter, we just sent it out, and now we're doing a recording. We want to read it for you guys and also give a little light to some of what that means. Every time we do a newsletter, we're always limited on space. We can only write so much. This is another option for those of you who have uh, uh, podcast capability to listen to, that kind of thing, while you're driving, whatever you're doing, drinking your coffee, you can tune in here directly from us.、Uh, what's the news? What's going on? In this case, it is news. It's a newsletter, quarterly newsletter. So it's been three months since the last one. This kind of gives a highlight. Of the period, the last few months, and what God has done, what He's doing, and how things are going for the future. Right, Cornelius? That's right. Yeah.、Uh, anything else, Jerry, you want to comment?、Um, no. Jerry cut her hand. I cut my hand. Last Saturday. I came home, I was out distributing tracks. Jerry's preparing lunch. We had a glass bottle with sauce in it, and I'm watching. I said, Be careful, glass is really sharp. A minute later, I said it again, and Next thing you know,、uh, something slipped. Next thing you know, the bottom of the glass came off, and then her hand hit a piece and cut, blood pouring out. We learned where the hospital is now in this town. We were there. Jeremy got stitched up, two stitches.、Uh, but thank the Lord we have、uh, medical coverage here and good doctors. Yeah, she's doing good.、Uh, but it makes for a good story coming home from evangelizing and your wife's cutting her wrist. <laughs> joke, joke. Let's get a little background music just to make、uh, things a little more exciting. This is a song、uh, Jerry V actually and I did together. It's not our original song or anything, but we perform it together here. I'm on the drum and she's on the guitar.、Uh, Cristo move the montagne, which is what in English? I don't remember.、Uh, He moves, Jesus moves the mountains. Christ moves the mountains, maybe something like that. I think it's、uh, a lot of people worship with the song. Good, good song for worship, but it, it's been on our mind this week actually because it's good for evangelism. As we go about among spiritually dead people, preaching the gospel. Uh, leaving tracks, talking with people. Our prayer is that He's safe and He is mighty to save. It's kind of like an anthem song, this one. So, anyway, we'll put it in the background a little bit and now we'll go ahead and share our newsletter just for a couple minutes. Alright, l we start out here and we have,、uh, well, you see a couple photos on here. A photo of tracks that we're distributing for the Reformation, which is a pretty cool deal.、Uh, Italy, the Reformation of the Church in Italy still has not happened after 500 years, 499 to be exact. Uh, most reformers did, at that time had to leave the country for their own safety or they were actually martyred and killed.、Uh, interesting story. You should read up on it if you haven't learned much yet about church history. <clears throat> you alright, Cornelius? <laughs> alright, l he's still with us.、Uh, so we got a photo of that. We got a photo of、uh, some park ministry where we're here. We have actually Liz in this moment doing some face painting. Good job, Liz. Little kids, hearts changed forever, lives impacted by the gospel, by Jesus Christ Himself through us. Another photo here shows the group, us with、uh, the group of Impacto Italia, Acts 29 in Italy,、uh, gathering for the families at that time, which is a good thing to do. Just be together, pray for each other, pray together, 
make a couple plans and share resources and ideas with each other. It's a good time. We thank the Lord for that. Really encouraging for us. And then the last photo you see on the front page of the newsletter is the what they call the bungalow. It's not a, really a bungalow, I don't think. It's just a small, I don't know, house in a campsite. Uh, we actually lived out of that for uh, about 15, 20 days, something like that, until we found a place to stay here. And God worked in a mighty way, and we did find a place, uh, thankfully. So we came into this region from another region of Italy by faith, put our stuff in storage, came with the car, and as much as we could fit in the car, lived out of that bungalow for uh, a while, while day in and day out, we're searching and we're praying, trying to find a place to stay permanently in the new city. <clears throat> anyway, uh, let me read this, and then we'll make some comments, yeah? Is that okay, Cornelius? Yeah. <laughs> Greetings in the Lord. We write today after a season of trial while trying to relocate into a new region and city of Italy, Venezia Mestre. Venice is the area, the mainland of Venice. Finding a home to live out of here has been no easy task as prices are higher and less is available that meets our needs as church planters. But by God's grace and after countless hours of searching and praying, God answered and we are now settled into a new place and bearing fruit in daily evangelism. Currently, through personal track distributions to every household and coffee bar of our city. Our time living on the road and out of the bungalow was a huge blessing in disguise. It seems God has done a genuine work of revival in our lives and hearts. And though it was difficult, we are so grateful for these challenges we faced and would have it no other way. All glory be to God. Truly a challenging season. Kind of like being... uh, New missionaries again, in a sense, stepping into the wild, not knowing what's going to happen, uh, and trusting in God, even for every little thing, every little provision. Uh, we had settled into a life and a ministry before, and now we're starting things new. Uh, so it took great faith. And uh, with some of that blessing, I think it was time we spent in prayer. has been a huge... We are listening to John MacArthur, right? Mm-hmm. The series, Jeremy was reading a book on prayer, and we just happened to be in prayer, like, it's without endings, without ceasing, constantly during that season. And God just did a mighty work in our hearts, changing us. He also gave us a, a new passion for uh, needy people, people without a home, actually. So part of, uh, though it's not related directly to church planning, we are making it a thing that we're going to help out in some way uh, people who are in those desperate situations. <clears throat> just because it's right, it's a good thing to do. Um, so yeah, great thing. And we encourage you, I guess, in that, whatever you might be going through for the name of the Lord, that's difficult. Uh, hang in there, stand firm, continue pressing into the Lord, continue and pray, and, pray, yeah? and uh, don't run from your difficulty, right? And wait. Wait. That's another one, isn't it? Wait. We had to do a lot of waiting. There was a time where, like, Lord, I've seen literally every agency in the city. Uh, we prayed, and others are praying, and there's nothing else we can do. We had to just wait. And I think a day, two days went by, like that, just waiting, there's nothing else. All of a sudden, the house came up. We saw that. Within a week, we were in it. Praise be to God. And it was pretty much everything we needed to. Good thing. Uh, so yeah, wait. Stick it out. Stay close to the Lord. He's working in those things. Our God is sovereign. He's not confused. He's not troubled. He's not unable. He knows what He's doing. In our case, He was refining our hearts. Uh, taking away some things that we don't need anymore, that don't belong there. Some attitudes, uh, practices that we picked up that shouldn't have. He, he did a work in our hearts in the meantime. And I'm sure if you're going through something now for the name of the Lord and what you're living out as you're calling, if God's at work in that way, He's probably helping you also to uh, 
giving you a cleansing of sorts. Call up sanctification. Sanctification. That's a housewife theologian, amen. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Sanctification. Never underestimate it. Back to the newsletter here. It says, in August, we hosted a few friends from the USA. We joined them with a few friends in Italy. And we formed what would later be known as Cohort Zero Zero. That sounds kind of silly, kind of funny. But the truth is we didn't plan anything because we weren't expecting to start a mission at the beginning of the year. These were friends of ours that wanted to come. And while they were here, they wanted to not just see Italy, but serve and be a part. So we said, absolutely, come out. There's always stuff to do. We'll find stuff. They came out next thing you know, in the, in, the, in the month or two leading up to that, we had formed and started the initial phase of a, a new nonprofit association and a small mission to help us facilitate our call here in Italy and get more people involved in it. And next thing you know, we have a team formed and we're doing evangelism. I said, well, this is our first team with this mission. Let's call it Cohort Zero Zero. And it sounds good, looks good, and everyone after will be just lined up. Zero will be number one, then number two, then number three, four, as many as God wants as we go forward. So praise be to God that we evangelized several small towns, including Conagliano and Jamona. We met new people and we made new contacts based on the gospel. Uh, not on other things, but based on the gospel itself, and that's what we're going to follow up with on that. We look forward to hosting up to two small short teams every year in order to concentrate efforts on kids' ministry in the local parks. Uh, so a big emphasis will be that. It's a great ministry to get into the parks, be a blessing to the kids, get them excited, knowing who Jesus really is, influencing and getting to know the parents as well, getting them to meet us of the Christian community, things like that. Phenomenal. Uh, we can have put an emphasis on that, also do some distributions, do some uh, drama ministry perhaps, uh, English nights, all kinds of different things. The, the possibilities are endless, but two a year is the idea. If we do more than that, what happens? We become busy leading all these different teams and doing stuff that we lose focus on the main task God has for us. We don't want to do that, right Cornelius? No. So two is the limit. Uh, and then we also want to set the limit. We don't want 40 people here, that's too much for us to handle, we're not that great. Ten at the most. We can do a lot with a group like that. A lot of great stuff can be done. And it's good for you also to get an experience of church outside of America, in Italy, see what that's like, and see what it looks like to evangelize. Do relational missions, not just building or digging kind of thing, but engaging people, talking to them, getting them to know what the gospel is. It's a phenomenal, great experience. So we invite you to think about that for even next year already. Uh, Lord willing, it'll be possible even for 2017 to come here on a short-term team. Uh, next next paragraph here, moving on. <clears throat> Baby Cornelius. Who's that? <laughs> That's you. He's sitting here next to us. Learning to sit up now. He's eating... Uh, he's eating. Today he had his first uh, uh, meat thing. Funny thing, by the way. In, in Italy, baby jars, baby food, you can actually get horse meat for a baby. <laughs> I saw it today. Cavago. I said, let's wait for that. We had, he had chicken today. A chicken thing. I don't know what any of that means, but we're learning. God is with us. He's helping us, and we're becoming uh, decent parents by His grace, of course. And Chichi's doing well. But here it talks about Him. What does it say? Uh, he is such a blessing from the Lord. Yesterday we had an ultrasound to see His lone kidney. It appears well, but it is a bit smaller than a lone kidney should be. He only has one. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? Um, it should. If you have only one kidney, I don't know if you have one or you know anyone who has just one, but. If you have just one, it's supposed to grow bigger and compensate for not having a second one to help it out. In his case, it's still about the size it should be. So now the doctor was confused. It was a little airy in there. He couldn't see well with the ultrasound. But he, he says it's the size of it as if he had two because uh, it's not getting bigger than it should. So let's give it three more months to see if it gets bigger or stays the same kind of size. And there might be the second one hidden somewhere in there or 
Uh, it just needs to get a boost and grow bigger. I don't know what's going on. Only God does. But we do ask you, please, if you could, pray for little Cornelius and his kidney so it grows strong and healthy. Amen. Thank you guys for that. Uh, we believe in the power of prayer that God answers. The next checkup will be in three months, so we'll let you know at the next uh, update probably. Uh, here's a word from Jerry V. Jerry, you're holding the baby right now, but if you want, you can come read this here. Unfortunately, I can't see. Oh, you can't see, but that's right. <laughs> you want me to read it with your voice? <laughs> uh, we need to get Jerry V. glasses. Pray for that also. She's having uh, long-distance vision problems. Or short distance. Reading. She can't read. I can't read. She just far. needs She needs glasses, yeah. So pray that we can find a way to get her glasses. I'll read this for you now. But this was Jerry V's. She wrote it down and asked me to put it in here. Uh, she said, there's two things, two sayings from two different people I know. One is me. I write it on the top of every sermon. I love God to remind me of the motivation why I'm doing it. I love God. Another one is a friend of ours, Ken. He says, I will see him. He just reminds himself that he's going to see God. These are two thoughts that carried, Jeremy says, that carried me through our trials this past season. I pray they may encourage you as well. I love God, so I am willing to endure our trials as we follow and obey Him. I will see Him, so I will persevere until I get my prize. To see, to see Him one day. Glory be to God. Any comments, Jerry, on that? Is it good as it is? She pretends like she's shy. <laughs> so does Cornelius, I think. Alright, let's move on. We're almost through. Church planning to reach Italian people. Next section. This is again our newsletter quarterly. We're updating you. Uh, here we talk about the work we're actually doing in Italy. Now that we are living in the city, we're able to engage the people daily and personally with the gospel of Jesus Christ. As we begin, uh, Evangelizing, Jesse is personally distributing custom-made tracts to every household. Some tracts are with pictures only and one comment or a question. Other tracts treat one word that is often completely misunderstood in Italy, like the word truth or church or faith, for example. And then we give an informative exhortation and invite people to get more info or to receive a free booklet. Uh, tracks work great in postmodern Italy to help sow the gospel to the masses and turn hearts rightly toward the things of God, and they help us to find those whom God is currently drawing to Himself. Uh, God is at work to save people. This is just one thing we do, not the only thing, but it's a key thing because there's no other way to reach the masses. This helps us get in, get to every household, every family, and give them an opportunity to put their trust in Jesus Christ for salvation. Most people here aren't thinking of these things, they have no right understanding of God or church or anything. So we help educate them at the same time. And it creates ways for God to bring people into our path. Uh, just the other day I was out distributing and uh, I hand a tract to a guy as he's in front of his store. He says, well, what's this about? I tell him, well, that's a tract. He talks a little bit about the Reformation. Really? Oh, what is the difference anyway? I never understood. Uh, Protestant or a Catholic? What's the big? I said, well, the big thing is uh, salvation. How do you get saved? Uh, one will tell you you got to do a bunch of stuff, works, pay, all that kind of stuff. The other one says... What the Bible says, what Jesus says, no one can save himself. Uh, it's impossible for man, but God is at work to save. And uh, when we repent, we put our trust in Jesus Christ, we believe in him, and we are made new, born again, and we become a new creature by faith, by grace through faith, we are saved. It's a gift to be received. That's it. Ah, okay, fantastic. He was really excited, he invited me in his store. We're talking, 10. He introduced me to his uh, partner there who works with him. We're talking, they're reading our literature. 
And now we have a new relationship with the new people that potentially God is working at to bring them to salvation. So we will continue to follow up with them and meet them. That's just one way that tracks work. Thousands of others, though, get it, receive it, and just maybe leave it aside for the moment. But maybe in the future, I'm going to get another one. And another one, we bump into them on the street and we're talking. Ah, oh, you're the one putting out those tracks. Ah, oh, yeah, you know. And we'll get to uh, see what God does to save them. So that's where we're beginning. I did this at the, the, the last church in Porto None for the whole year before we formed a team. By myself, by God's grace, on the streets, every day, four hours in the morning, four in the afternoon, <clears throat> just evangelizing and then beginning Bible studies at people's houses and things like that. Uh, so pray for those efforts. This is how we're starting uh, this church here. There's no launch. There's no already existing church that we go and just start in another area. We go where there are no believers and we preach the gospel through anything we can by God's grace. See him save. And uh, as he does that, by his grace, we make them into disciples and we put them together and we become a church body. Pray for those efforts. At current, we are gathering for Sunday worship at over, out of our house. Uh, and we join other fellowships that are part of Impato Itali, which is Acts 29 in Italy, where we have friendships with like-minded church planners in Italy. As soon as possible, as the Lord wills and more lost people get saved, we will begin renting out a hall downtown for a few hours on Sundays to worship. Uh, we also plan to begin free conversational English courses in early 2017, one thing at a time here, just tracks right now, getting to know the area, getting to know the mindset of the people, which by the way, these people do speak a different dialect, we can't even understand it sometimes. Most of the time when they speak the dialect, we can't understand anything. Uh, so we're learning a different mentality, different way of being. These people are definitely different, very different from the people of the previous region of Italy. Much more open-minded here, which for sure, uh, perhaps because they're uh, a city where people come from all over the world uh, to see on a regular basis. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're, we're looking to do English classes next year, start that off. Uh, though not part of church planning, the letter says here, directly, we are making efforts to care for the needy as able simply because it's right. We mentioned that before. The Lord really just put that in our heart. We need to not overlook the needy people. And, uh, for example, what we have now, we have two boxes. Men's clothes, girls' clothes. Whatever I don't use anymore, doesn't fit me anymore, I put in a box. Jerry does the same. And when we see people in need, we just give it to them. As we set up an association here for the church in Italy, uh, we also have an opportunity to do volunteer kind of stuff where we can get packets from the European Union of food and care products and be able to get those to uh, homeless and needy people also. That's not how you plant a church, but it is what Christians do. It's right. So we're committing our hearts to the Lord. That's one thing he did when we were in the bungalow season, and uh, he put that in our hearts. So we're going to find ways by his grace to do that as well. Uh, the last section here, I'll put the music back on as we close out. Cornelius is doing a fantastic job, though, isn't he? Oh, my goodness. Good job. Jerry's got the magic touch over there. Practical Missions Cohort. He's getting heavy, too. What, eight and a half kilo now? I don't even know what that is in pounds anymore, but he's he's chubby. He's healthy. Praise God. He's too cute, though. I can't help it. It just melts my heart day in and day out. Unbelievable. He's crying every day. Not crying. <laughs> Come on. Not, not crying, but uh, I'm in awe. Constantly in awe. Yeah. i tell you what, though. When we, when we started feeding him with a spoon, it was... Uh, when I gave him the pear that one day, I happened to have the golden fruit. The fruit that he really likes is the little pears. And I gave it to him the spoon and he fell. At first he was resistant to the spoon. And next thing you know, a couple tastes of that pear and he'd open his mouth. And know, he grabbed the spoon. He's grabbing the spoon, trying to put it in himself. Yeah. Now he's doing real good with the spoon. So let's close out. Our last section, Practical Missions Cohort, the new mission and nonprofit is coming together well. Praise God. We are very excited about this calling from the Lord to both create and oversee Practical Missions Cohort in Italy. And this is something uh, aware of the Holy Spirit in our lives at work to help us, to convict us, to empower us to do things. 
uh, to teach us, to uh, all, all different things the Holy Spirit does in our life. Uh, it never dawned on me before, uh, as we're created in God's image, and He's the Creator, that we have capacities also to create. Studying recently the theology of the doctrine of man, came to mind this idea that uh, one thing I, I believe even the Holy Spirit helps us to do at times is to create things. And uh, I, I believe He put it in my heart to create the Practical Missions Cohort, which we now are. Uh, and uh, He's gifted me in certain ways to be able to do something like that. And I'm really humbled by it all, taken back, and... Uh, not something premeditated that I thought about doing before, but uh, through uh, the sovereignty of God and the providence this, this year, uh, was led uh, to do that. And it's, it's exciting. It's a wonderful thing. We're super excited about what uh, that entails for everybody in the future. So here it says, uh, as soon as things are finalized and we can take on tax-deductible donations, uh, we will notify you personally. Everything's in process. There's just a waiting period happening. Uh, things with the IRS and stuff like that, but everything is going really well, really smooth, and we have great people setting it up for us, doing a great job. We are thrilled about the possi possibilities of involvement for you and your church. Uh, Short-term teams, as we mentioned, uh, interns, younger folks or older who want to come uh, just for a couple months, month, two, three, six, or even a year. Uh, Hands-on, bring your skills and talents, uh, come with an open heart to learn, learn about missions, learn about evangelism, learn about Italy, church planting, uh, missionary style. Uh, there's a million ways to do that, but we're creating specific uh, tracks where you can plug in and get become a, a valuable part of the team as an intern and uh, grow in the areas God would have you grow also for what you, He has called you to do. Long-term missionaries, those are already set on the long-term path. Uh, we also are creating opportunities now for that too, to become part of the team of church planting here in Italy. Uh, so please continue to pray for the mission as we follow the Lord's leading and pray for us to be able to form a team to partner with us on the field here in Italy for the new church plan. Again, we're doing the groundwork, the dirty work as I call it, getting things going. Uh, at a certain point though, uh, and we're praying daily for this, we need people to come alongside of us and work with us. People with teachable hearts, uh, uh, determined to serve the Lord at any cost, uh, determined to see... Love God. Yeah, who love God and uh, want to see Him glorified want his gospel to go out, want to see lost people saved and be a part of his body and see a church for a humble heart, important. Uh, we can go on and on and on, but if you're inclined in that direction, it's something you're thinking about, let us know. Get in touch with us. Uh, God may be at work uh, to bring you alongside of us. A good team, as I say here, is a mini church in the sense that it lives out the Christian life. That's the end of it. If you go back to what Christianity really is in a certain sense, uh, we're just living it out, who we are in Christ. We're not planning a church. We, we are the church. We live it out as a team. Uh, sharing all things in common. Rendering to the Lord's service each unique talent and spiritual gift. And together, bringing the gospel through evangelism to the lost in the formation period of the church. Phenomenal thing. If you want to know more about what that means, what that looks like, we have a, a booklet that we've written. Uh, I don't know, 50-some pages or something like that. But what that looks like for us, what... We define terms and we share uh, our process, our strategies uh, from what we've been taught and how we apply that in our own situation and live it out. Uh, and we'll, we can pass it on to you as well. Or you can read it, see if you're in agreement and become part of what we do. Or you can say, ah, I just prefer to do something else. And that's fine as well. But if that's your call, if you know someone interested in that area, just get in touch with us. We're happy to try to make those connections. Uh, prayer requests real quick. Jerry, how about I'll just read them off as we close out. Yeah, yeah We're done. We're going along. Uh, God given courage, pray for that for us. God given courage, boldness, and energy to evangelize daily. Cold season's coming in, we need extra energy. I'm always weak anyway, as it is. Especially for Cornelius. Also for Cornelius? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, for his health, strength. Amen. Always pray for him. Yeah. <laughs> the courage and boldness very important also. It's no easy task, even for those of us who do it every day, to evangelize. We have a flesh just like you, but we probably have more enemies than you do <laughs> if you're not doing church planning yourself on the streets. Uh, one guy said to me, actually, he says, uh, are you guys making new friends over there in a the new city? And I thought to myself, yeah, we are, but... If I'm doing my job correctly, I'm sure we're making enemies at the same time. Because otherwise, I don't know how close we're following Jesus and what gospel we're preaching. But if we're preaching the real gospel, unfortunately, we get enemies. And we got a, a little bit of an insult message just the other day came in. The first one or second one now. It's part of the deal. Uh, so pray for us to keep the courage, boldness, and just keep doing Pray for the open doors so we can proclaim the gospel. All the things we do are just ways to get us to be able to share the gospel so God can do the work that he does of saving. Uh, pray for salvation of Italians in Mestre. Temptation in Italy is always to go to the foreigners uh, because they're easier to talk to, less intimidating, maybe even more open. Uh, but we're called to reach Italians. And if you reach only the foreigners first, uh, it makes it harder to reach Italians later. Uh, so at the initial phase here, we want to focus our efforts specifically on the Italians. Pray for Italians to be safe. Uh, new partnerships with the U.S. churches and members. We always need new partnerships. We welcome that at any time. Uh, uh, yep, leave it at that. Increased monthly support. As a family, we must maintain a minimum of $2,850 U.S. Right, Chi Chi? Yeah. And that's the stuff. Uh, we don't get paid to do this. We live by faith. Uh, we live by donations and supporters who come alongside of us through giving. Uh, if you, you're inclined in that direction, you have money in your bank account, you might be called to be a part. And we encourage you to pray about that and consider. We really need help in that area. We always do. It's never easy. People come, people go on the support team. Good friends of us, they just asked us, uh, they said, we've been in and out of the hospital so much the last season. We, we got so many bills to pay. We have to stop supporting right now. But we're praying that someone will take our place on the support team. And I said, that's a beautiful prayer. Thank you for being open and honest. We're praying with you also that God will send someone to take your place. So let us know if you're inclined in that area, if the Lord's putting in your heart. We do need more support financially. Uh, new missionaries to join us. I mentioned that already a number of times, so I won't say it again. Uh, and then our verse for this uh, newsletter uh, we took from John 10, 16. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. We think of that in this season as we evangelize. We're not out to convert people. We're out to find lost sheep. Those whom God the Father is drawing to himself at this time, uh, doing a work of regeneration to save them. We're out there to find them. Through the proclamation of the gospel is how people get saved, getting out there to find them. So pray with us in that area so that we can see more of those sheep found, saved, brought in, and living to honor the Lord Jesus Christ, even here in Northeast Italy. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, sorry if we went a little long, but uh, hopefully the background music at least uh, makes it exciting for you. And uh, till the next time, God bless you. God bless you. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Say ciao, ciao, Chi-Chi. Goodbye, Chi-Chi. Yeah. Ciao. We'll make you some dinner now. No, you don't need dinner. Only lunch and snack. All right. Bye-bye. We love you. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>
If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.